0: You are now tuned in to the, the Windy City Benders, Bender's Podcast. This is WCVP.
1: All right, so it's been a little bit, but we're back for episode 122 of the Windy City Bender Podcast. It's Jerem, it's Tanner. Tanner, what's good, bud?
0: Uh, it's, it's, it's going. It's good. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing just fine right now. It's Super Bowl Sunday. It's cold as shit outside. Yeah, man. Got negative, negative
1: one. <laughs> one. You got the final round of the PGA Tour Waste Management Phoenix Open, which is a great golf right now. You got Philly versus Washington. Ovi is just a scoring machine.
0: Yeah, true.
1: You right where he left off when he uh, got set down for COVID protocol.
0: <laughs> the Russians can't stop partying, yeah. yeah. But –
1: with all that being said, we finally have some really, I don't know, really good, but good stuff to talk about with the Blackhawks.
0: Consistent. Consistence. You know, I, it's, it's not like one game they play really well, one game they play really bad. It's consistency. And the consistency is also not five goals against every time. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: when we were recording last time, there was in the middle of the Detroit game and they were just – Shit kick in Detroit, but we were also we we're like, you know what? They could possibly blow the still. So we had the two backup titles. for The episode. um They ended up holding on to that game six four. Oh, and yeah. That previous wait
0: 6-2 six, six, yeah. six, six, was it? Yep, six two.
1: I uh, that's the wrong one. Six two.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that didn't sound right.
1: Six two. I thought it was weird that they had back. 6-4, 6-4. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hold on to that. P. S. uh P. Suter, three goals, hat trick. That's right. Pews.
0: Pews. Looking great.
1: Looking I love him. Looking like a young Kubelik coming in.
0: <laughs> a young Kubalique. He's like a year younger. They were coming to the league at the same age. Um <laughs>
1: So, yeah, we're not going to, like, go through each of these games because it was a lot of games. Um, quickly, though, since we last recorded, they have a record of 3-1-3. Oh, yeah. Uh, after the Detroit game, they went to Nashville for two games where they had an OT loss and a shootout loss. Then they had a little quick series with Lumbus, which we were a little nervous Patrick Lane was going to show up for that series. But,
0: yeah, we, uh, we dodged that bullet. Luckily. Luckily, we didn't end up winning both,
1: but two out of one, two out of one's good. They, they dropped the first one, two to one. Then they came back three to one. That was a Sunday game too, I believe. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause Suter scored again. So Suter has four goals this season all on Sundays.
0: It's, I mean, it's his day and guess what they're playing today, Sunday against Dallas. So he's hey, putting up five. I'm, I'm hoping, <laughs> I mean. Well, you think like within four weeks he'll go like hit for the cycle. You <laughs> <laughs> got three two weeks ago. He's got you he got one last week. He'll go for like two or four today, and then next Sunday. Next, and, and next uh, Sunday, finish it up with whatever's left.
1: That'd be great. So strong effort there. Um, then we face Carolina, which was on Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Um, This
0: was at the UC, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, Carolina's a good team. Hawks came back in that one, though. Like, if you want to go over this one a little bit. Yeah, we'll
1: go for this one. This is a little bit more recent. Um, Yeah, Carolina was that team that I kind of – I picked as – the dark horse to possibly win this division. I thought they were gonna to finish top two, maybe top three for sure, but I wouldn't be wouldn't have been shocked if they came out and and won the division.
0: So- yeah, I mean they hadn't lost a game. And they in the first one against the Hawks, they they beat them then too. Even though it ended up going to a shootout. Hawks are Hawks have been doing pretty good at fucking pushing games to like the last minute at this point, especially if they're down. They're, I'm, I'm like, just really happy they're not losing it in the last five minutes, you know? Right. Which
1: There's is like, something
0: I think we saw a lot, like, a couple years ago when, like, Crawford was hurt, and then our goalies couldn't hold a lead, and we'd always lose it in the third period.
1: Even the, even the first couple games this year, we saw that. They would, like, they would only play 40 minutes. Like, they would have two good periods, and then the la- either it was just one. I don't even know if it was a full period that they, like, the, the Tampa series, the second game in the Tampa series and the both of Florida games, they just had like 10 bad minutes. Yeah. And so they kind of have figured that out to, to avoid that. The yeah. first game against Carolina, they let up to two goals pretty quickly uh in the first period. But then the hots, you know, <laughs> strapped up, came back. They got goals from Khrushchev. For his fourth, that at that point was tied with Suter for the rookie lead, and then yep. that was also a power play goal. Yeah,
0: with the power play clicking. Still,
1: still fucking unbelievably hot. Um, then Kaner comes up, ties it up right before the end of the period. Well,
0: you no, know, he when Kurushev scored, he tied Kaner for the team lead. No, it was rookie lead. I
1: was talking about rookie lead. I know. And, oh, lead, and yeah. team lead though yeah, too. The, yeah, rookie lead. So he hides to Keener, and then Keener's like, no, no rookie's going to be taking this. Goes and he puts one in with. This a, isn't to park. bring it's rookie year. Yeah. There's like 12 <laughs> seconds left in the first, and Keener uh, ties it up. And it was like right there, it was kind of saw a little bit of like, oh, wow, this team, this team does have fight. This team isn't just going to roll over and, and, you know, just take the loss. Everybody threats them to lose, but they're not going to, they're not just going to make it easy.
0: Right. I'm really glad that especially if you watch, like, the first few games, like we were saying, like, then you go to what it is today. They're not getting down on themselves too much. Like, it seems like when they get, a, like, a goal scored against them and they're fighting back. It sucks that they're, like, typically fighting back <laughs> to get back into games, but um the fight is more evident, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather them... I'd rather have them fight back at this point, too, because it kind of I feel like it's a good, a good teaching thing for them. It shows that they need to because all the young guys, they need to battle. They have to, you know, they have to fight for it, they have to earn it. And if you, these young guys, I don't know, I'm not saying that they would have that mindset, but you never know, like to get this early lead kind of thing. They just like, all right, well, we can
0: sit back on it.
1: You know, I rather them, you know, fight, have to fight back and, you know, build that up first. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, coming
1: out with a lead would be great. (laughs) But um, no goals in the second period. Then uh, Trocek scores to take the lead. Then Dylan Strom ties it up with assist from Dabrinkit and Kubelik. And it's – God, it is so good seeing Dabrinkit, like, consistently on the score sheet again. Absolutely. It's seeing Kubelik, you know, still putting it up. He's not scoring as much this year. Uh, Last time we checked as of now, he's got three goals, eight assists
0: for 11 points. But he's goals are coming, goals are coming from everywhere, though. That's the th- that's a good thing. Yeah,
1: because so you look at that, like, I'm looking at like the scores in there and the goals there. Kershev had four, Keener had five, Strom, that was his fourth goal. It's like everybody, it's it's not one person scoring. That's and that's what's key.
0: You love to see it,
1: just love to see it.
0: Plus, league has got like. Five or something, six, six, six assists. Like, he's he's getting more assists this year too.
1: Yeah, he's got eight assists right now.
0: Eight? Yeah.
1: God, it's so good.
0: He's it's hard like, to keep track of all these stats now. Everybody's scoring. I
1: want to say two with him. Most of aren't most of his goals. All three of them power play goals.
0: Uh that sounds about right. Because <laughs> I know his the first two he got were on the power play, and then he yeah, and then he scored a power play goal last game just those those power plays man it's like i since i'm like typically listening to the games that like while i'm at work as soon as i hear they go on a power play i'm like hell yeah yeah let's go (laughs) yeah you get to listen to like oh hey, they're setting up in the zone i was like oh fucking game over let's go this is going in he's just he's
1: the reverse OV. like he just sets up on the the opposite side of the eyes
0: yeah. And just is
1: ready to go. It is like the mirror image. Yeah, it is so good. Yeah. Three goals, three power play goals. Kublik is too good. Um, they fall in the shootout in that one, but only uh scored.
0: I don't think the Hawks have actually scored in the shootout yet this year, too. They only have like the two shootouts, and I don't remember them scoring in Nashville. Let's see. And then I'm positive they didn't score against Carolina in the shootout. Well, Poets
1: brought this up in our group chat, and I'm kind of curious. Are teams picking up on Kaner with that move, or is he just, like, getting his – is he just not doing great on shootouts? Is he – like, what's what's he got to do? Because I can't tell you the last
0: time he scored a shootout goal. Um, You know, I don't know the stats off the top of my head, but I'm sure he might want to just, like, switch it up. Because <laughs> I feel like I, – I thought it was just, like, something he did every year was, like, he would switch it up, but – He's been doing the, the, the pull-up and pull up and stick handle as much as possible. I wonder what would happen if he'd freak goalies out if they're expecting him to pull up and stop at the at the hash marks now, and then he just goes fucking full speed right at him, and then they, they just get caught off guard. I think that'd be a nice little move.
1: And you're right. No Blackhawk has scored yet in the power uh, shootout.
0: Yeah. hate to see it, <laughs> especially if you make it all the way there. Oh so, yeah,
1: so they fell in on that one. Then they had a quick bounce back game on Friday, Thursday, mm-hmm. which talk about starting hot and talking about the power play staying hot. Kind of um, almost. Yeah, Sebastian, <laughs> been, yeah, scores the first goal you know, a minute 15 in. And you're just like, oh shit, here we go again. Well, then the power play comes into play, play for the Blackhawks.
0: Yeah. Three Man. for three.
1: Three for three in the first period. Janmark with a goal, Kubelik with a goal, Shaw with a goal.
0: I think my favorite part about uh, the Kubelik goal was the Bodan just whiff. Oh yeah. Oh if yeah. you could if you could purposely do that because he got an assist on it, just purposely whiff and then gets sent over to Kubelik who just also claps it in. That was, that's just amazing. Gotta love it. They were, they were clicking just so goddamn well on first period.
1: Yeah, the first period, like, and it was just like, oh, wow. Usually, it's just, it's so nice. It's so weird being like, seeing the power play going up and being like, oh, fuck yeah, let's go. Versus the last, like, four years, it's been like.
0: Honestly, like, the last time I remember the power play being so good was like 2010.
1: Yeah, like. It makes no sense. Like, we talked it's,
0: about this last
1: episode. It's like, what has been the difference? Like, I,
0: this, I don't know. This
1: team has all this star power and we can't do shit. And now we're basically, like, rookies and, like, cast-off players. And now and it's Hainer. Like, yeah, Hainer. <laughs> and, okay, yeah, we'll we'll go off their score.
0: What yeah. About? I think it's just everybody's more about, like, moving the puck around, finding the open shot rather than, like, like, what it had been before, it seemed like a lot of, like, Caner hold it, and Kaner find the perfect pass, and hopefully we score. These guys know the role. Yeah, plus whatever the power play was the last couple of years, too, they always had the, like, the wingers and defensemen, like, on their, like, correct wing, and not on, like, their one-time side. Yeah, they got open. Which that. was the weirdest fucking thing to me. It's like you don't you don't have a left-handed guy on the left side cuz like if he needs to take a quick shot like it's going to be much more difficult than having a right-handed player on the right on the left side. I was just like what the fuck kind of power play is this? And you could see like the shit was terrible. Their power play now is insane. They're third in the league in power play like percentage. They're 14 for 37. Jeez. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Like the stars also have 14 goals, but they only have 35 power plays. And then the Leafs have 15 on 39. Other than that, like they're killing it. So you got two teams that should Fuck be yeah.
1: killing it, and then the Hawks, who are just surprising the shit out of everybody.
0: Yeah. I and see see what happens when you set your expectations low, man. It's so much more of an exciting season.
1: Set <laughs> <laughs> it low, but now it's like, oh god, well, they can possibly do it. And it's like the bar is, like, trying to, like, you got to keep smacking the bar down. Like, no, stay. Up.
0: No. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm happy where you're at right now. Let's not bring it up. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, the, I think the worst part about that game, though, um, is clearly the first minute of the second period. It's oh, like, yeah. you know, Rod Brendon is taking them in the locker room. Just like, what the fuck is going on? Like stay the fuck out of the box, like you dumb motherfuckers. Like, have you seen this? <laughs> like
1: I missed I missed the start of that second period and I came back with like maybe like a minute thirty into it, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened?
0: <laughs> two goals eight seconds apart. Ugh. And it, I mean, a team like Carolina, like you said, like they, they look like a team that can be pushing for like winning the division. They're they're up there with stacks Tampa and Dallas and the only thing I, you, you, the you come out you come out flat and you thinking you you have this game in your hand, in your pocket so far and they're like no 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 no, fucking tie it up real quick. But Svechnikov, man, he's he's just so fucking he good. Is so good. He's oh my god. Mister Sveshnikov. Uh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, Mister Sveshnikov. <laughs> Oh, God, if you
1: don't know what that is, you've got to look that up. It is the greatest pregame ritual, I think, going on the NHL right now.
0: It absolutely is. Jason Martinuk.
1: Oh, so funny. The best one, too, is the video where they show it, and the Rangers are in the other, like, are with an earshot of them, and he screams it, and then the Rangers are like, what the hell? Like, looking around, like, what the hell was that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> they just gets a little – Little of, What the f- – did you guys hear
1: that <laughs> what kind of shit? Uh, but then that, so the third period, they left those two goals, nothing against – or else for that second period. Third period comes in, two minutes, 41 seconds into it. Kaner puts the team on his back, takes the lead again.
0: With a one-handed shove. Yeah, freaking and, and bruiser. S- what was it, Slavin fucking – knocks Reimer into the net and just goes across. It's like, all right,
1: cool. <laughs> Tanner putting that new dad strength to test. Just, just True, true.
0: Been, been waiting to see it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. And then to bring it, the Carolina scores one more. And then to bring it, puts two away?
0: Yeah, he got the, they were just kind of throwing the puck at the net and, all the Carolina guys are standing around, and it trickles out to the side. And Demerit just like skates on by and just taps it in, and he just goes right to the corner. He's like, "That's for me. That's
1: that's one right there, boys. There we go." <laughs> and this was that was his first game back too from uh COVID protocol, wasn't it, or is this sure. second?
0: Uh, I believe that was his first, or was it? Was he back during the first Carolina game? No, it was the first. This was the first one. Okay.
1: okay yeah, yeah, because his Bowden was back too. So, that was his first game. So, For sure. So, no rust from Vibrinke coming out of uh, protocol, which was uh,
0: a nice surprise. I don't know what he needed rust for. He was already resting. He was on protocol. (laughs) Yeah, you think about it? (laughs) I'm assuming, like, since it was only, like, he was only out, like, a week. I'm sure he didn't have it. It was just precautionary.
1: Yeah, it's just weird, too. Does that mean, I mean, so, does was have it?
0: No, no, no. He was back game one against Carolina. He had two assists. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Come on, bud.
1: So four points in uh, two games for him.
0: Did he not wow. have any assists in game two? Did I just left that man. I don't You're you're fucking throwing throwing me for a loop right I'm now. Keep
1: you on your toes, man.
0: It's like flipping back and forth. Like, I thought I had the stats right. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you just said the two goals. Just the two goals, you know, not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, empty knitters. Doesn't matter. But, you know, you love to see it. Dabrink is getting back on the score sheet. He's on pace for 75,000 goals in his <laughs> career. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And we're all cheering for Ovi to get what Gretzky. We should really be cheering to it to destroy all of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, just like watching watching these guys play, and like from the difference from last year to this year is like clearly you had like the slump of DeBrinket and and the slump of Strom. This year, I don't think anybody's slumping. I think everybody's everybody's doing really well. the The rookies are looking way better than I think we thought that they would be. The yeah. power play's been looking way better. I mean, if we want to talk about it, Lankinen has just been unreal. He like we were. This is what we were hoping for. We we're like, yeah. I there's three goalies, and hopefully one of them gets the gets the chance to just take the reins and run with it. And it was like, okay, Subin playing game one, and it's like, okay, not so hot. Delia playing game two, not so hot. Let's give him another shot. Mm, didn't look that great. Lankinen comes in. Okay. Looks looks decent, and then Lincoln plays again, and you're like, okay, shit's looking good, and then lately it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, man, Lincoln's killing it and looking real good while he's doing it.
1: So this season right now, he's got a 4-1-3 record with a 2.32 goals against average at a 92, 93% save percentage.
0: Yeah, and if you look at just him versus the rest of the goalies in the league, just – Basically, he's number 10 in, in minutes played. And out of those top 10 goalies in minutes played, he's number three in save percentage with only Grubauer and Vasilevsky ahead of him, which is pretty great if if literally a fucking Vesna winner is one of only two above you. It's, it's looking good for the kid and really glad we have him signed at like a basically minor league deal for another year at least.
1: He, uh I mean, he's definitely playing himself into
0: Calder conversation, I think. Oh, absolutely. He keeps this up? Are you kidding me? You're going to get him looking at Calder? We got literally Suter and Khrushchev who are tied for league lead in rookie goals. Suter's only got two points less than uh, Kaprasov from Minnesota for le- rookie lead in points. Um this is the best part about it. Like th- this is exactly what they wanted. They wanted to get these young kids time and just give them the ability to develop and find their game. And it's like, it's been working out so well. So it's kind of like when everybody wants to shit on Stan Bowman, Hey man, good gamble. Let's go. Like it looks good. And Colleton's doing great with coaching the kids.
1: Uh, yeah. So I actually had that as one of the point I wanted to bring up too. Uh, Canter actually came out and spoke like a little bit of support of uh, coach Carlton too. He, uh, I'll read the quick statement here. Yeah. Jeremy and the coach staff are really harping on building a culture here where we're skating hard, we're winning battles, no matter who's in the lineup, anyone can do it and be effective at it. The culture is being built. It's nice to see. uh, It's nice to see that we're hanging in games, especially with a team with a lot of injuries and Oh, he also goes on to say, you know, Jeremy does a really good job calming us down. Um, it could have easily went the other way. He told us that we play the last 10 minutes of the period. And all of a sudden you don't feel as bad as maybe you did. And that was after the six, four win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And to bring it, you know, we've done a good job battling each night, giving ourselves a chance to win. We took those first few games threw them out. We knew we had better than that. I don't think we're a team that's going to beat the other teams by skill. But we've been playing the right way, working hard, buying into the system, and it's been working out well. And that's kind of like being echoed among the team that, you know, everybody's, Colleton's laying out in this culture. He's laying out what this team is going to be and how they need to perform. And it's great to see Debrinket and Keener, you know, it's pretty much confirming that everybody's buying into it. They're, they're believing in what's being put out there. And yeah, I think that's really, What we've been trying to say, because I think it's no surprise, like, yeah, we question a lot of stuff Carlton does, but I think overall, us on this show have been a a pro Carlton guy for, he's the right coach for the situation. Yeah. And, and, And I think that situation is being played out right now.
0: I think with, especially with this, with what's going on this year, it's actually more helpful towards him coaching because you're not having all these veterans that are used to having Q and winning the cups and everything, you have these young guys that are trying to prove himself. And so like, they don't have like just this coming off of like a legendary coach, you know, like this is their coach. This is the only guy that they know in the show right now. And it's like, he's the one that can make or break you. Like the veterans have been made, like they're, they're good. So like for them, I guess it might've been just a little bit of a change from what they're used to and maybe a little bit of resistance, but like with such a young team, this is why the, like, if everybody's buying in, it's, it's a lot easier for everybody to buy in when everybody's like pretty, pretty goddamn new, you know?
1: That's what I was going to say too. Like this is the first time since Carlton's taken over that this feels like it's his team. It's yeah. the team that it's built around him. Like, you know, it's got his fingerprints on it. I want to say Kane Shaw and Keith, are the only three guys in the current lineup that have more games played with Q than they do with Carlton. Yeah, that makes that sense. about right. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe, I mean, maybe, I don't know, to bring it. No. No, Debrinkit. no. So, yeah, I think those three are only. So it's like you have majority of the locker room, not still, in, like you said, not in that mindset of Coach Q. they the three guys have to make an adjustment to – Versus- the, only, the
0: only other one I could possibly think of is, like, Murphy, maybe. Maybe,
1: yeah. But so three or four guys. And and also, it's like there's, there's like, talks, too, that I was reading some things, too, that it might be a benefit into, like, I don't know why we're wording we're for this, but it's almost good for the short season that Taves and Seabes aren't in the locker room. Because those two guys are such a presence and they're such a leadership thing that they kind of take over any like like, overshadow, or, yeah, overshadow like Colton and all that kind of stuff. So, by not having those two in the locker room right now, or especially because you know, Tate, we know Taves isn't around the team, it's kind of giving Colton that opportunity to be like, All right, well, we don't have our two big leaders, yeah, he's the leader, yeah, I'm it's my time, I have to step up and show this team and tell them what they need to be doing. And I think that he's doing a fantastic job and I am very happy with what I'm seeing with this guy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So it's exciting that the team is doing as well as they are. And then you think about it, it's like, and we're still missing doc and Taze.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You have two key pieces that are still missing from this team and we're fighting like they're fighting. They are staying in there um
0: i'm curious to know like how nylander would have played this year had he not been injured with everybody being able with everybody buying in if like he would have been on on the same boat as everybody if we would have seen like a lot more progression from him yeah that's that would have been that would have been interesting but that's the other thing though too because that eliminates a roster spot from somebody that's been working their ass off this season
1: i still you know i don't buy into the
0: nylander at all like I hey mean, I'm just trying not to sell too low right now on them.
1: No, I know, but it's 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 really hard. Like the things to like, I read like I follow like a bunch of like Hawks forums and like you know Facebook pages and hearing people talk. Just curious to see what the common fan you know kind of like opinion of the team. Yeah, is. and everybody like either. If someone says one bad thing about Nylander, they jump on their throat and they're like, Oh, you're so you're ready to give up on this kid on this kid. And it's like, well, he's not really a kid. Like, yeah, he's young, right. but he's got experience. He, he's got a track history that he's on uh, multiple teams that have been showing like a discipline issue and like not wanting it. It's kind of like, he's. I don't
0: know it, if it's it, discipline. It's just, it's just drive, you know,
1: it, it feels like to me, like that kid thinks that he should be getting away because of it. Like, given opportunities and playing because of his name,
0: you know, like, you know, his he's played, dad. He's played 84 games in eight. the NHL. He's got 32 points. Yeah. I don't. He's man. only 22. It's, I think the, the issue that um, a lot of people have probably is because he was drafted like eighth overall is that they're expecting so much out of him at such a young age, just because that's what's been going on with the drafts lately yeah. Is like all these young kids have been coming in and making such an impact like right away. And then you, like, you go and look at his brother who, who came into the Leafs to the same year as Marner and Matthews, and they immediately tore it up. And I think that's probably just one of the issues as well is just, like you said, even just the name is like you're expecting Alex to be like William. Right. And then the fact that he's not, or just like, is there an issue? Like maybe he, maybe he has an attitude problem or anything like that when in reality like do we really know if he has an attitude problem? Is it just like a, an assumption? Oh, yeah, it's a it's a kind of a big red
1: flag though when you're an eighth overall pick and you can't crack the Buffalo Sabres lineup. <laughs>
0: Dude, I think the Buffalo Sabres lineup would not want to be the Buffalo Sabres lineup. <laughs> yeah. know, <laughs> If they had the choice. You're right. But
1: I'm just saying that's that kind of thing too. And it's like even you even hear stories about William Nylander kind of being the same way. And the only difference though is like he doesn't like he he still puts up the numbers. Like there's talks yeah. about him having like that. I don't know if discipline's the right word. Maybe that was the wrong word to use. But like you said, maybe the
0: drive or the attitude. Yeah, to, just like the consistent uh, want to fucking be there. You know.
1: Yeah. So, but yeah. So you had to bring it bouncing back. I had that written down here. You know.
0: Looking good. It Looking real good out there. Points. He's not snake bitten, which is great. Like this, those goals that he's put in, like this time or like at, la- at least last year, would have just been like off the post. And you're like, God damn, yeah, that, sh- worth- that shit happened to like Sharp a lot too. This sod, too, yeah, it was yeah. just like hitting ringing pipes all day. Could the other hard. thing was, I wanted to, like, I just, I first of all, I love looking at Cat friendly, always love it. <laughs> so, this, I mean, basically, we're, we're gonna get like pretty much the same team next year which is what I was talking about. Like we don't even have Taves and, and Doc, but it's like, they'll come, they'll be back next year and we're getting pretty much the same team. We just, it would, the people that just need deals that I think deserve them. yanmark has been a great addition.
1: Yeah. He has been huge.
0: He, I just, I love his play. It's been great. Uh Camp he's, he's always a solid like defensive player. Uh, Pew Suter and Brandon Hagel—they're going to need some. They're going to need new deals. But Camp Suter and Hagel are all RFAs, like so they're probably they're not going anywhere. Uh, also, Hagel's been surprising, like he works his ass off, and that's that shit I love. Um Zadorov, Lucas Carlson—they both need deals. Both RFAs though. Literally the Yamark's a UFA. Soderberg—I mean, he won't be. I don't. Th- he's not going to have a spot when. When our other two centers come back, you know, um, what else? If that's a, like all. Like Zach Smith is off the books at that point. Also, Sod's million dollars that's retained is off the books. Fucking the Hawks are gonna have a bunch of money and basically return the same lineup plus Taves and, and Doc. It's gonna be great.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it's gonna be good. I like. Oh, I didn't notice the cap. Only really added the cap percentage.
0: Oh yeah. I like that. So it's, I'm really excited and I just hope they can keep it up this year and just continue it in the next year. Cause that's, I mean, that's how you get the team rolling back into the playoffs. Like just keep the, keep building this confidence. And, and then, you know, a year or two down the line, we're, we're buying at the free agency. We're buying at the trade deadline. We're making, we're making deep playoff runs again. It's Kane Kane and Tave still leading the rush, but with, with a lot more assistance than the younger guys and hopefully see take, little the little transition.
1: We'll have the load taken off of them a little bit. Like, yeah. I mean, Kane's still gonna be Kane, but you're gonna be able to not have to be like, all right, well, Kane and Dave get out there. You don't have to do the dry side of McDavid five minute shift out of- Oh you know, my Kane God. Dave's like, they'll be able to like, they'll be able to spread out. And that's, that is when the team has been most effective. Like you look at the 2010, 2013, 2015 teams, they had four lines like it wasn't they didn't have just you know the one one line maybe one and a half you know two lines of guys that can go out there and make a difference they had a full team that no matter who was out there they were a threat and I think right now we're slowly seeing that you're starting to see those guys establish themselves for the roles and all that kind of stuff and it's yeah it's exciting in hopefully Hopefully, we get do get Doc. We'll get Doc back. Hopefully, we'll get Taze
0: back. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, they fit in with this lineup, you know? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Real shame to have to move them. We get a captain back and our future captain back. I honestly, that's what I see. I see Doc getting the C after Taze. Oh, yeah. You get that number one center. Yeah. It's a good look.
1: Yeah, I wish he would have been able to play World Juniors
0: yeah finish that off oh my god very short-lived
1: so yeah looking at this team it's so funny like i just think about it um it reminds me of major league when like the cleveland indians start winning and then the guys like the construction workers like you know these yards aren't fucking bad (laughs) aren't that fucking bad (laughs) like and it's like low expectations going in and it's like they're pulling off they're technically tied with carolina for that fourth uh spot playoff spot
0: they handed carolina their first loss by the way yeah in the last game so it's i mean they're right there oh sorry it's their second loss my bad <clears throat> they were on a i think a five-game win streak though
1: yeah five-game win streak but it's yeah it's exciting this team you love you love to see it it's fun watching blackhawks hockey
0: Yeah, especially when you think that it's going to be way, way terrible because you set that bar low, and it makes it fun.
1: And the the team, too, man, the team's being fun. Like, a little story that uh, we were talking about in our group chat was uh, Mitchell shows up to the locker room one day, and he sees a signed puck from Andrew Shaw, and Andrew Shaw just looks at him and goes, you might want to hold on to that. It's going to be worth a lot of money someday. And, like, it's, like, little shit like that. It's, like, first of all, Great to have a locker room guy like that back with Shaw, like right there, oh God, right yeah. the, break the tension a bit, and it's like you could tell that they're they're having fun, like they're it's not a stressful environment. They're they're enjoying themselves a little bit.
0: And he goes out and scores that game and adds a little <laughs> bit more value to that puck. <laughs> yeah,
1: I wonder if every time he scores or he gets a point, Mitch is like, "Hey, thanks, bud, another dollar."
0: <laughs> yeah, another dollar to the puck. There we go. Got it. If Mitchell scores and then and Shaw gets the puck, signs it for him, and just goes, "Here's your first goal puck." <laughs> just... <laughs> oh man, can't wait. Oh yeah. Other than that, fucking rookies looking great, man. A lot of lot of points coming off of uh, guys making about no money in the NHL. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm, just looking, I'm just looking at the full team stats. Canner leading with 15. Then he got to with 10. Janmark with eight, Strom and Suter seven, Kershev six, Kubelik 11, Murphy five, like one, two, three, four, five, six guys with four goals or more.
0: Like 12 games in. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, kind of Take away the first few games of just like shaking off the dust, no preseason, like figuring the lines out. And they've really been just clicking like crazy the last eight or so.
1: It makes me excited, really excited for next season even more. Like, because you have to think by next season, we'll have a regular, a regular full season again.
0: Yeah, hopefully. And get some fans back in the stands. Let's go. if they're doing this with a,
1: what, two, three-week training camp, no preseason games, if they can go into a full training camp, some preseason games, you know, get some chemistry, get the full-strength healthy back, it's, it's just exciting what this team can do. Like, I cannot fucking wait. You have a clear-cut number one goalie.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, it's, I'm it's, a small, it's a small sample size right now. I, I don't want him to turn out to be like a Bennington or a Matt Murray. I don't know. I Yeah. I'm, but he's he's playing – the only difference between – I would say the difference between Lankinen, and like his short – like small sample size and like a Bennington and Matt Murray is like a Bennington and a Matt Murray both had Stanley Cup caliber defense like in front of them yeah. to win cups. And they also had like crazy yeah. good teams. Lincoln's doing it with a, a very young team, still facing tons of shots.
1: Yeah. He's doing he, it. I
0: mean. It looks fucking good, man. Like he's making a lot of difficult saves. And uh, he's not dressing today. Yeah, game. give him a little mental health day.
1: Yeah. Which,
0: you know, he do it. Getting shell shocked.
1: <laughs> but
0: yeah, yeah Suban's playing today. Is that right?
1: Subban, yeah, Suban's starting. Delia backing them up. Cordelia, he went from like two years ago being like the guy that was going to take over for Crow to now he's just he's only backing up when Lincoln's not in the
0: lineup. I mean, it happens when you give up five goals two games in a row. Yikes! Yeah, not good, but a lot to look forward to. A lot of season left. What we got 44 games left? Uh,
1: 12, yeah. So here let me ask that what kind of little transition and she'll talk with that then um there's been a little bit of rumblings with you know all the postponements and all that kind of stuff that there's a chance this fifty six game season might not fully happen mm. uh do you, how do you how do you think feel about that do you think that they should try to push it or do they shoot for you know for maybe forty games or
0: I think games? depending on how many makeup games they really have to do maybe they they scale it back a little bit. Because I mean, if they, they're if they're pushing if we're pushing weeks of like makeup games, and then that's pushing like the the playoffs back, and I don't know, I think you have to you you have to look at the placements of the teams and see if it's like reasonable or not too.
1: They just had like a schedule of like eight different games or eight teams worth of games like rescheduled yesterday. Yeah, but. I mean they're trying, I mean they're doing their best. I mean, it was gonna happen with not being in a bubble, teams were gonna have to face it. Um, they're doing what they can. They took the glass off from behind behind the bench to help with airflow and all that kind of stuff. I don't know how much a difference that's truly gonna make.
0: Um, what if what if hear me out? What if like this crazy idea? Playoffs, top twenty-four teams make it <laughs> <laughs> like. We just put we put the top four teams, they play each other in a little round robin, and then everybody else is, does a little play in.
1: And we all do it in two locations. Yeah, in Canada. Yeah. Ah, man. I don't know. I don't know if that can happen.
0: I don't think I'd ever
1: see that. <laughs> oh, no, that was fun. That was fun for one year. I'd never want to see it again, though. That's hilarious.
0: I was trying to see, like, who would we play if we just took the top twenty-four teams, fuck, um, I don't even know who would match up with who. <laughs> Twelve and thirteen.
1: It's, it's it's hard now because unless you just do the entire league,
0: I think we would match up with St. Louis. Yeah, if I just did, I did I'm doing entire league based off of current standings. Yeah, we match up with St. Louis. In a best of five series. Wouldn't that'd be, be that be fun. Washington? Huh? Wouldn't it be Washington? Mm, 12 versus 13, 11 versus 14, 10 versus 15. We're 16. St. Louis is nine. That'd be that'd be fun. Give me give me a little matchup with St. Louis. we'll go against playoff Bennington. <laughs> Can keep his streak of losing games in the playoffs alive if he wants. God, fuck (sighs) me! Oh god, man, hockey is so neat. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any of the um, NHL news you want to talk about? Um,
1: I feel like there's been so much to talk about, and I just don't really remember.
0: It's usually just I like see a lot of just like COVID protocol people going on, like players doing well, I guess. <laughs> how about like, how about
1: how good and entertaining the North Division is? Yeah, man, Canadians. Like it's been fun to watch. Montreal has been like.
0: It's a division of teams that all hate each other. Yeah. Which so is it's like, crazy.
1: It's playoff, the entire, it's playoff atmosphere the entire season. And then you got Ottawa, like who everybody's got like their Ottawa, Ottawa bye.
0: Yeah. I mean, Ottawa's the team that's probably going to benefit the most from playing all the like good Canadian teams. Like they have a young squad and they're going to learn real quick. It's too bad they have Matt Murray signed. Yeah. <laughs> For as long as it what is he six by four like four years six mil no i think it was more than that. man if only we had <clears throat> he is four by six four million by six years no yeah okay so four, i was right four four years by 6.25 that's I thought, what i said
1: <laughs> i think i said uh, it
0: backwards but i said oh, i said four okay, years right, six yeah.
1: mil i'm like no i'm like no you did i'm like i thought you said he was only making like four million for six years
0: if you ever are so speaking of matt murray um there's like all these like advanced stats graphs that you can find online just if you look at like reddit and shit like that and there was one recently i saw it was like goaltenders I think it was expected, like, expected saves against average or something like that. And it was, and was fucking, boom, number one, you know, in that top right quadrant, killing it in that best category. Bottom left ca- quadrant, Matt Murray. Just, just the worst. It's <laughs> like, oof, let's keep it that way. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I do not want Lincoln to become a Matt Murray. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You're okay.
0: All right. Um,
1: kind of scrolling through Reddit here too a little bit, you know. So, so totally prepared for this episode.
0: Well, that. we were just jacked about Hawks, yeah. and then we were like, oh yeah, there is the rest of the league still that has like <laughs> some things going on, I guess. Um,
1: there has been some soft penalties called this year, and oh yeah, and the last one that I kind of really stood out to me was the New York Rangers. Uh, Kapokako got called for embellishing when. He got, I forgot who it
0: was, but straight up, straight. Oh no, not Brady Shay. Sorry. Um. Oh, fuck. Who were they playing? Is it Dylan? Or- oh yeah, it was Brendan Dylan. Yeah.
1: Straight, straight up Washington. He a leg out, and he gets called for an embellishment on that. And I'm like looking like, and I guess it's been happening a lot in the Canadian division a lot too. And there was another penalty last night. I, Muzzin got called for. Or something like it was like a tie up on the boards. He gets called, and even even he was looking like, "What what just happened?" kind of mm-hmm. thing. And it kind of makes me wonder: are they are they being so soft because they're trying to get penalty, or goals scored, and power play scored to kind of help, you know, sell the product a little bit for their TV deal?
0: I don't think they're thinking that hard about it. I don't think so. I, don't. <laughs> I think it was just a fuck up.
1: But like, like it's it's not just that game though. I'm talking, it's like a lot of games have been some soft calls.
0: Maybe they're trying to keep it. They're just trying to keep the ice more open so that the, it's a lot more open airflow for <laughs> COVID reasons. And so they're trying to jam pack the boxes <laughs> with players. I don't know. Speaking of the open ice though, how about them taking the glass out from behind the benches, adding fans, not like actual people, but yeah. like fans.
1: Yeah, I, I just kind of said that a bit earlier. I don't know how much that's really gonna do, because um, it's like it kind of it's like the whole thing with me with uh, like the COVID protocol. Like, I get why they're doing what they're doing, but at the same time, you have the same group of people that are around each other the entire time,
0: and like, you're,
1: right. it, it just it doesn't make sense to me.
0: It's it's kind of like oh well let's just not even wear masks at this point let's just all wear fans around our necks and yeah. just have it blow from our face out.
1: <laughs> like, I just yeah I don't. know. I
0: don't know. Like it? Did they ask the CDC about this? We're like, what if we like toss like fans behind, like the remove the glass and then what? They're like scientifically like you know what that it, it calculations do come up correct. Yeah, that sounds good. What? <laughs> Oh, and it
1: was even hilarious too. Um, Rossy was sending me screenshots because he, since he's a big Wolves guy, he he bought uh, a HL for the year, and he was mm. watching the Wolves game on Friday. And he sent me screenshots. They're playing out of their practice rink in Hoffman Estates, and they don't even like you, you have the camera goes through the mesh above the glass. Oh my god! So he's like, it's straight up looking like you're looking at like a high school like, a game. high school game no other camera angles nothing it's just one camera
0: going back and forth Mm
1: -mm. it's so
0: damn funny is it from i'm assuming it's from like mid-ice yeah like a corner no 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 yeah mid-ice why do they even have netting up at mid-ice okay yeah (laughs) because immediately in my head i'm like thinking he's in a corner if it's like the netting okay never mind
1: oh it's the entire entire ring but
0: you know what if you have anything else on that, go for it. But otherwise, oh. I, I just remembered something. Oh, the whole Rangers Tony D'Angelo thing going on. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine like how hard it is to, like, if you've ever been on a team, your team that's like so tight typically and like brothers, to have your whole team fucking just not want you there is <laughs> like, you got to do something fucked up.
1: I mean, the guy, I don't understand how that guy hasn't figured it out just to shut up and just play hockey.
0: Like Like if you have your opinions, cool. But like, I don't understand just where you're going. And like, if you're, first of all, like blowing up on your goalie in an overtime loss, when you're already a minus four or something like that too.
1: And it wasn't a play too that he, he fucked up on.
0: Yeah. Like, what are you fucking watching? Who do you think you are? Do you like <laughs> you're one of the better offensive defensemen in the league and typically offensive defensemen when he's not like excluded are fucking shit at defense. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to bitch at the goalie for giving up a goal when you're being shit at defense? And fucking Crosby scored too. Like what do you expect? I just don't get it. And then he got punched in the face.
1: He gets punched so- and then there's a whole reports too that um that rookie on their team Miller, yeah, that he stole the first goal puck from him. I don't.
0: Those, know those that, were just rumors. Yeah. Was it um the team? I think players on the team came out and said that he gave the puck to their equipment manager, and then it wasn't stolen. It was being sent out to be framed.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So that's it. That's That's not. That's just. Rumors. I saw. Being yeah, started. I saw
1: the report on that one. I never really saw a follow up on that. But yeah. there's that. Then there's like the that stuff and then he was huge with i don't know if he was a Qon guy or but he was just he's, oh, I don't he's know. far he's far right with it and it doesn't that, that has
0: nothing he, to do though with like yeah but he's like but he's playing. had he's had
1: discipline with stuff like that too like in juniors he's had discipline for racial stuff and yeah. all kind of stuff and it's just at what point you're making and he just signed a good ticket like yeah. I think he's making it's like 4.86 4. or
0: something. something like that
1: yeah like at what point do you not just be like i'm getting paid really good money to play hockey
0: shut the fuck up and just and just play like um keep your opinions within your friend groups i'm i don't know man like it's i don't know if, <laughs> if a lot of people have problems with your opinions then there's probably something wrong i don't know it's if, you, like if you p- think guy, you're always p- right it's Ooh, then, the
1: thing. stick it's not like it's the stick with sports thing like i know it's such a bad you know people should be able to talk about what they want but at the same time though you're a player you're getting paid good money and you're just going to
0: hurt yourself i don't
1: know stick, stick with the sports i'm very i'm very indif-
0: i'm very indifferent about it like the stick with the sports thing because like if it's like an injustice and you want to fight against it yeah like i understand like I'm not I'm I wouldn't say stick to sports when like the playoffs had started up and then they, right. they all took the knee yeah, for yeah. Black Lives Matter movement. I think that was great. I just think like it, you I don't know, like pick and choose a battle. Yeah. But, like if your battle's kind of fucking stupid and everybody's like, what the fuck is this guy on? I think maybe keep it to yourself. Like <laughs> Yeah, right.
1: That's okay too. Like, I'm not saying like oh, that's why I said it's like it's such a bad way to say that Sigma Sports, but it's like at the same time, like how else do you say that? Like right. You you're making millions, you're making good money. Just just shut up and you're you won't have any of these issues if you just shut up and play.
0: The people that are, have come out to on like Twitter and shit that were just like he's getting disciplined for his political views. I'm like, the no. fuck are you have you been watching like just the, what he does? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't it, get it.
1: That's like the smallest part. It's just the one thing that too. Like when he started getting disciplined, I was like, "Oh shit, here we go." That's what's gonna come out as mm-hmm. that political and all that, and it makes sense because he has been just dis- like I said, he has been disciplined for it before, yeah. when he was a junior player. But it was he's a shit teammate. He is not a like he's just a shit shit teammate, going after your goalie and all that, and then seeing a couple days later after the rangers beat yeah him. that's what i was gonna say yeah um,
0: was it chesterkin that was going down to the locker room and then he turns around like, like pretend like he was about to get in a fight with panarin or some yeah. shit
1: Panarin jumped too that's what was yeah.
0: so funny <laughs> oh my god it's like your own team is making fun of your fucking behavior and it's like your your gm has come out and been like that's his last fucking game they're actively trying to trade him
1: which i would be like there's been reports that Calgary is doing their due diligence on him and kind of checking in on what they need to about him. Yeah. I would when, when I first heard he was going through waivers, I'm like, that's it. I don't think any team is going to, for what he's making and for the down here he's having plus all I mean, the this son- season just
0: started. Yeah.
1: But like, he's not put up the numbers for the, t- for what he signed all the locker room issues that he has. Like, I mean, who would really take a chance on that?
0: somebody that's trying to make the playoffs and wants an, needs an offensive defenseman that hopefully can bounce back and <laughs> shut the fuck up maybe I don't know. but I don't know hey man if you if they want to just pay somebody to be on waivers and not on the taxi squad really I, I'm available <laughs> <laughs> just like everybody's favorite joke just oh if they want to pay me 4.86 million I'll uh, do the same thing if you want. Just hang I out.
1: Can, I can miss the net for a million dollars.
0: Like not play defense either. It would be cool. maybe know. I'll get a few points. All I gotta do is just get the puck out the and just there it is. <laughs> <laughs> go with it, bud. I'm gonna go change.
1: <laughs> um here we'll end with this. Um so who was your team team of the month for January?
0: Oh shit. I don't even know. I didn't I didn't know about this. <laughs> yeah, <I just> thought <laughs> you uh, you want to catch me unprepared? like crazy i'm
1: going i'm gonna go with montreal
0: yeah they've been killing it tyler tofully just so i love i love when people change like wikipedia just because you know you can and tyler tofully's wikipedia page is just the owner of the canucks <laughs> like all of his goals but one were against vancouver yeah it was like seven of eight yeah. or how many does he have now eight is it yeah jeez you know, it's pretty, pretty goddamn good. Um, I don't know. I didn't really think about it. Like Toronto's doing really well. Montreal's yeah. Montreal's like a great choice. Cause I mean, before the season started, I thought they were going to be pretty goddamn good. I think they're going to be like fighting for that top spot. I mean, the Hawks are fantastic. Gotta love them. I don't know. I'm not gonna choose one. <laughs> Cause honestly, I would just choose the Hawks. I like the way that they're oh, playing.
1: You pick the Hawks, that's fine.
0: They're they're showing up every game. They're fucking their power play is just the best. Gotta love it.
1: I who are you taking for Super Bowl?
0: Um, the Bears it's within the next five, seventeen years.
1: <laughs> not, if they, um, not I, if they fucking make this Wentz trade that they're talking about
0: oh really uh, Kansas City I think is going to win it it's hard to go against Kansas City I yeah, got so. friends that are from there
1: it's hard to go against though, Tom Brady like that dude
0: he lost last year to Kansas City
1: <laughs> yeah but new team kind of taking over he, the kids, he's like a kid again you know rejuvenated he got Gronk coming back I don't know
0: that summer sun kissing his skin all year (laughs) yeah he's full on vitamin d this time oh god yeah
1: all right well this was a very unprepared episode but we were just like we said we were so excited about the Hawks and everything going on so we had to talk about them a little bit uh we will be back next week a little bit more a little more prepared Little bit more uh, focus,
0: yeah. Maybe, maybe some news, maybe, maybe a little bit more dubs. Get some dubs this week,
1: yeah. It's gonna be interesting. We'll what, see if
0: we'll see if Pew's puts up four or two today,
1: yeah. How many goals is he gonna score? Um, real quick, let's see the preview of the week for the Hawks.
0: Got yeah, Dallas today, um, I think Tuesday, Tuesday.
1: today dallas tomorrow or tuesday dallas and then thursday saturday they will have
0: lumbus in columbus uh at home oh the, wait were they just in columbus or were didn't I'm oh, so confused. here again oh they're coming back yeah. they loved it so much yeah cool
1: yeah they're coming back just in time for the fucking coldest day part of the year so perfect yeah so if you're in chicago stay warm um, it's gonna be a cold one. Um, yeah, what do you want? Yeah, man,
0: let's get these dubs. Let's get these dubs. I recall, oh, they also Dallas has a really good power play. I forgot it's gonna be two good power plays going against each other, better not take and, any. Uh, Kobe's
1: Dolby, out today for discipline reasons. So,
0: oh, okay, yeah, so we got a good chance because Bishop's not back yet. Oh.
1: It was picked up their uh, their goalie playing today, and I'm like, ah, that's bad juju. Can't do it. No, no, no. So, All right. Well, what do you want to call it? Tanner?
0: Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What is it? One twenty-two. One twenty-two. Uh, working on the PP. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call. How about we we'll call this? Uh, totally not prepared. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, so for Tanner and myself, we'll uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Absolutely.
0: All right, see you later, guys. Love you, boys. Bye. The Windy City Benders Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And follow the boys on socials at WCB Podcast.